If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, so that means no upfront, out-of-pocket cost. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So maybe you've thought about it. So today, take action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You tuned into the Happily Married and Love podcast with your hosts, Sherry and Michael. Hey, before you do anything else, hit that subscribe button so that way you're notified of every time we upload a new episode. Hey, welcome back. This is Michael. And Sherry. So we're glad you're with us this week. So as we were thinking about this session, we were thinking about how we can give a word of encouragement to new parents. Mm-hmm. And share some of our experience. And this actually came out of a conversation I was having this week with... Um, a, a guy who's actually in the process of one kid's already married. He's got another one that's possibly, you know, that, you know, still in a different stage of life. Mm-hmm. And we are just kind of talking about some of the surveys and the, the, if you do, if you see interviews with people who are either empty nesters or just or have grandkids or whatever. And that one question that they pose to them is if you could go back to your younger self, what would you, what would be the one thing that you would, really impress upon your younger self mm-hmm. and consistently and even in our case it was the same thing as like we would say relax relax <laughs> breathe 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 yeah because we understand especially as a new parent there's a lot going on mm-hmm. you got this new life that you're responsible for and a lot of, especially as as men as husbands we feel a lot, and fathers we feel a lot of pressure that mm-hmm. we got to get it right mm-hmm Knowing that you can't get necessarily get it perfect, but you know, there's that pressure that comes from peer pressure with, you know, depends on your group around you. Mm -hmm. If you've got kids around the same age, one could be progressing faster than the other. And there's that natural comparison that that starts to come in. Mm -hmm. Or even if you don't make the comparison, sometimes your friends will. Right. Or, you know, grandma, granddaddy will. Oh man, I was about to say, you know, well-meaning, people can't see the the air quotes, but the well-meaning family members, Mm -hmm. you know, are making comments. Well, what's wrong with Johnny? How can he ain't eating enough? The kid, it's like, that's his appetite. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, but they, family members can uh, start picking out which one they like the most. Oh yeah, that's true. And they favor them. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've we've seen that mm-hmm. where you know out of all the kids, you know, grandkids, you know, there's one that gets the favorite. You know, mm-hmm. it's not fair to the rest of the kids, but it, it happens. Know. It does happen, and you know, and just um, you know, the, like you said, you know, we were talking about sometimes you got families who have two incomes, both of them are working. You, mm-hmm. you could have maternal leave. You could have paternal leave or, mm-hmm. you know the man man stays home right you know and at some point maybe they've got to go back to work and they've got to maintain a lifestyle and they've got to look babysitters i mean that, all of that comes into play you know um do you, you start you a, did a little bit 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I you did. Home. You did. Mm-hmm. I think I worked from. Yeah, I tried to work from home. I think I could. Mm-hmm. Some is that we were alternating. Right. Um. You know, but it, it's expensive for daycare. Man, was it like mm-hmm. one hundred twenty-five dollars a week for one kid? I'm quite sure it's more than that now. Yeah, two fifty or something depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, um. You know, you. It's obviously if it's an infant, you know, it's much more. Um. You know, and then there's the the financial pressure that comes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, if you do go down to one income, you know, what does that mean? You know, there, and there are, right. these are valid things and concerns for couples. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of it, we want to help you find or maintain that ple- place of peace and rest because that's crucial. Mm-hmm. Because you can find you just now you're on the, the, the proverbial rat race of it. And you're just you just, you, you know, the world says grinding. You know, and there's a whole mentality right out there now that you got to get your grind on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's morbid, but there used to be a saying, I don't hear it it as much anymore, but it's like, hey, I'll rest when I'm dead. Well, you might not rest. (laughs) (laughs) You might be in a place where you you can't rest, (laughs) you know. Um, So anyway, we're saying all this and we're going to share some of our story. Mm -hmm. But I did want to read some verses from Psalm 37. And I'm reading out of the Passion Translation because it, it in context, this, you know, David's writing to the people and there's a lot of different things going on. But it is so applicable even in this environment and in this topic we're talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. All right. Psalm 37, I'm read verse three first. It says, keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in his eyes. So I would say principle number one for a new parent is you got to find out what is right in God's eyes. Right. There's a lot of voices in the world right now and none are without with significance. Mm-hmm. There are many quote unquote experts out there that are really not experts at all. They call themselves experts. Right. <laughs> right. But not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the culture is really anti-word and anti-God at this point. So they're trying to teach you how to do different things that are not in line with this word. So you can't do what's right in his eyes. Mm -hmm. So it takes some effort in the midst of that to find out what is right in his eyes. Someone says, Oh man, I can't add one more thing to my schedule. You got a phone. Well, yeah, get you version and play it. You don't have to sit and read it, Mm -hmm. play it while you're doing something else. Especially when that kid goes down for the nap. Wow, I remember boy. <laughs> boy, the highlight of your day was I got two hours of nap. Right, right. She would not wake him up like let him sleep a little bit longer. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like how long he's been down? Two hours. Okay, cool. Can he? Can we squeeze another? <laughs> you know, I can hear some of those moms like, yeah, hey, man. <laughs> but but you know those are the kind of things. Because that's going to be key in doing that because of, you know, like I said, that's, I'm not saying you can't get advice from other people, but, but the key is let's go to the great parent and I'm going to call it the heavenly father. That's mm-hmm, the scripture mm-hmm. causing because he is, the, he's the originator. He had the idea of family. He Correct. implemented family. So who knows family best than him? But God, but God. You know, and in the book of Genesis, it doesn't explicitly pull out, but I have a feeling that 
the Lord was still involved with Adam and Eve and even helping them raise their kids to a certain point. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and how I would say that is he had some level of relationship with them because you see Cain and Abel. Right. It didn't say, hey, you know, God spoke to Adam and then Adam went and said, hey, what are you two doing? It says oh, the Lord spoke to them. It says, hey, Cain, if you do right, you'll be accepted. Mm-hmm. And because it said he accepted Abel's offering. So there was some relationship there. So I would imagine from when they were born to there, he, there was some some development there. And so the reason I'm sharing that is this is one thing that's going to be key for, for people is to keep trusting in him, even as hard as it is, and then do what's right in his eyes. All right, the next part of that verse says, fix your heart on the promises of God. Now, fix is one of those words. It's a this is an English translation, but the, the idea that he's trying to communicate is this is an attachment. This is like, okay, if you nailed it to the wall mm-hmm. or you gorilla glued it, you know, but you're fixing it. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're not deviating from you. You're focusing on that. And he says, fix your heart on the promises of God. Uh, yes. I think we've heard someone quoted, someone did something like 3,000 promises throughout the Bible I'm like wow mm-hmm. that's a lot that is I mean, yes a lot wow if I do my math right is that what 10 times 30 days <laughs> 10 a day times 30 yeah. days yeah. I did it right mm-hmm. very mathematician if I had it wrong give me some grace <laughs> but you know and that's the key part and that's what helped us out as we began to find what our promise is okay so if he said if I honor him with the tithe I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not going to try to get into uh, these are some things, but I know there's a scriptural principle that holds true, that it works, whether you believe it or not. Okay. You know, you honor the Lord with your substance with first fruit, maybe increase. You know, God who gives seed to the sower and bread for our food increases the fruits of our righteousness and blessed are bask in the storehouse. I mean, we were, we had to rely upon that mm-hmm. because, we you know, when I talked about earlier about some of the peer pressure. You know, we were in, in some circles where there was people who had two incomes, you know, and mm-hmm. when we first started, you know, we had two incomes, but we made a decision and said for our family, what we're going to do is at some point you're going to come home so you could, we could raise, you could be there to help raise our son. Right. Cause where he needed it. He needed it. I he mean, needed that focus. Yeah, right? yeah. Now, now while he was in preschool, which was pretty expensive, <laughs> it was good. We both over <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah, it was funny. Um, um, I remember at that point, he was still in preschool. We were looking to sell our house and mm-hmm. buy another house. Mm-hmm. I remember our real estate agent said, well, the money you're spending on that preschool every every month could go towards your down payment or your, your mortgage. And I, and I remember like, okay, I got where she was coming from, said, but that's not our value. Right. We had to resist that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, do I want a bigger house just so, you know, I can have a bigger house, but then he doesn't get everything he needs? No. No, he needed that. He right. needed that. Right. Right. So those are the kind of decisions that you've got to make, but yet you got to, if you're keeping your eyes, keep trusting the Lord and doing what's right in his eyes, and then you stay focused on him, on his promises, the, what's the result? And you will dwell in the land and feasting on his faithfulness. I like that translation, man. Mm. You feast on his faithfulness. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And so, you know, and and the Lord, I'm telling you, he is faithful. He will come through. Mm -hmm. I didn't Mm -hmm. say it was fun. (laughs) 
tackle. Right. It's, it's work. Yeah. It's work. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's there. All right. Then verse four says also, find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh. And he will give you what you desire the most. And as and I'm telling you, as parents, it may not always look like what you expect or what you think. Not to say that you can't have that, but mm-hmm. but if you're settled and say, wait a minute, Lord, because I trust him, he knows more than I do. He's the great parent. I'm mean, I'm gonna keep using that term, the great parent. Mm-hmm. What I think may not necessarily be what what I get. In terms of, um, how can I put this? All right, if I want my son to develop, but I have a certain picture in my mind, but really the desire in my heart is his good development. If I'm trusting God, he could develop the way he needs to. Right. Instead of, and you know, I'm trying to balance all that because, you know, God will give you the desires of your heart if you trust in him and that. But, you know, we just have to really remember that you know, in our younger years, we, you don't know what you don't know. And even when people tell you, you know, you have your first one, your second one, your third, whatever, but we mm-hmm. have just the one. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was pressure on us. We were in our 30s, which I'm not excusing, you know, I'm not saying that we were too old. We were at the age we needed to be for God to raise, right. for us to raise our son. But it was, right. it was a learning experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It definitely was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. But God, you know, he was very faithful to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're raising a child that we did not, you know, physically bear. You know, we, but he's still a kid. He's we adopted him, and he's still, in, just like any other child, if I had a born him into this world, yeah, he's still a child that needed to be trained mm-hmm. in the way that he should go. Right. And I'm glad you went to that scripture. Because if you look at that scripture, it says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. Talking about principles, talking about raising values and culture but then also if you look at that in the amplified version it begins to pull it out and says train them up according to their natural bent and mm-hmm. inclination mm-hmm. and that's important because uh, a lot of times we <laughs> we try to create our kids in our image and our likeness <laughs> <laughs> right and, and, and i mean they need direction you know, as arrows in, a, in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Mm-hmm. And blessed is the man who has his quiver full of them. Mm-hmm. That's from Proverbs. Where there is a point where you have to treat them like an arrow that you're going to shoot them out in the world. So there are certain things. But also, too, you need to um, also realize that, and I, I'll use an example of, say you got a parent who's a type A personality. Right. But their kid is a melancholy. <laughs> mm, yeah, They're not, not trying good. to be a CEO of any corporation. <laughs> you know, they just they, they just want to, you know, um, use artistic ability or whatever it is. That parent can raise them according to leadership principles, which are mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Biblical principle, which are good. Lifestyle, which are good. Mm-hmm. But also they can't fo- force that kid to be a type A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You can't. I mean, right. we've seen that, and it's just not a good. It's not a good. Uh, <laughs> it's not a good scene that we did. You know, right. that the child's like, I, I can't be like my dad, or I can't be like my mom, or right. I know they want me to do a certain thing, and I can only do what I feel like I'm called to do, right. so to speak. If right. they know what their purpose is, you know. That's true. That is so true. Mm-hmm. 
and you know vice versa you know if you got a melancholy parent and you got that that type a kid <laughs> they're gonna try to rule in that <laughs> you know and there's a balance with that you got to learn and that's where you come in you, you you do training you get training you do whatever you can to find mm-hmm. some good mentors mm-hmm. um but ultimately it comes to a place of even in the midst of that is still finding that place of rest as a parent raising kids Mm -hmm. because you really can get there where you get to a place of peace like i said it's just not fun all the time you know and you know even for us one thing we we began to pray for daniel young as our son when he was Mm -hmm. young of lord show us his purpose and show him his purpose Mm -hmm. at a young age so we can you know because i'm going to use an example of um okay say we want him to be a lawyer Right. That's, you know, we don't have lawyers in our family Mm -hmm, like that, but say mm -hmm. that was a thing with a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But his bent is towards auto mechanics. Right. Where he can be a designer, industrial designer. Let me put it like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's an industrial designer, automotive designer. But we're trying to make him a lawyer. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm, You know, we keep pushing and he's going to be frustrated and that kind of thing. But if we start to say, okay, what's his natural bent? What is your purpose for his life? And then we can be like, oh, Okay, he likes that. So we and 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 for new parents, you're fine that there's a lot of trial and error. You know, I think most parents I've heard and I know we did it was like, okay, does he like me? Let's put him in music. Yeah, he likes music. We thought he was gonna be a drummer. He thought he was gonna be a drummer, but no, nah, he just likes beats. Right, just likes beats. <laughs> and that's fine. So it's like, oh well, we didn't spend that much. Oh, we got some percussion stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we still, still got a set of drumsticks and stuff, <laughs> right. um, and a practice pad. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about giving that to somebody, but. Um, then we tried artwork. Okay. Yeah, he's fairly okay in artwork. Right. I'm an artist, so he saw me, so he was trying to duplicate after me. I was like, well, that's not really his skill. And that's fine, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we tried other stuff. You know, and you, in basketball, uh, baseball, soccer, I mean, you, you do all, you know, this is what parents will go through until you find that that place that they like, okay, that's it. That's where they are. They're, they're leaning towards that. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Um, another verse in here is chapter 37 of Psalms, verse 4 says, Find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh, and he will give you what you desire the most. When I read that, all right, verse 5 Give God the right to direct your life, and as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. And that's that's it, you know, not only for your child's life, again, him being a great. Heavenly Father, the great parent, as we trust him with our lives, also we get to trust him with our child's life. Now, there is ultimate responsibility we have that we will have to stand mm-hmm. and give an account for what, how well we parent it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it, but in, even in this, if we give him the right, say, Lord, you know, this is, this is your child. You love this child much more than I even do. Right. You know. And I think about scriptures when in the New Testament, when Jesus was with a lot of his teaching, he was like, if you being evil can give your kids good gifts, how much more will your how heavenly father? Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. We just have to trust that, you know, and, and we're not putting pressure on new parents no, to, not at all. to be this way because you've got to find which way you're, you you're know, how you're going to parent and yeah, which way God's going to show you because you. Mm-hmm. You've never been this been down this road before. Right. So, you know, but we're just giving you some 
some godly advice that we've gotten over the years mm-hmm. with raising our son now that he's 22 or whatever. Now we have to even parent him as an adult, you know, mm-hmm. and with God's, you know, direction and, and wisdom, you know, he can do the same thing with you mm-hmm. if we put our trust in him and take our hands off the wheel, so to speak. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when you said, how do you parent someone? And I'm thinking, okay, it's, it's a different level of parenting for someone who's over 20, 21, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's more of a consulting kind of role. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You never stop being a parent, but it's a different react, you know, different relationship. And, and as people, as you know, again, as these parents, as they grow and get older with their kids, you'll notice a natural progression. Say, okay, you know, when they're younger, preteens, they need a lot of direction, a lot of oversight. Mm-hmm. And as they begin to find that and stretch their wings, you, you start moving in a little bit. You relate to them differently. And I still remember there around that time where, and, and I, it came up out of me, was like, um, I got to a point where I'm no longer raising a child. I'm raising an adult. Right. And I began, and we began to treat that way. Okay, mm-hmm. we're raising mm-hmm. an adult now. You know, it's like, was he an adult? No, no, no way was he an adult. No, <laughs> no, legally it wasn't a dog, <laughs> right? Know? You know, but it's like, okay, here's what you need to do, and and that'll come in time. But we did think that this was something that we kind of wish we had someone had taken some time to say, and in bits and pieces, we got it through different sources. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna make a plug for focus on the family, man. That that helped us out. Family man, life today, family life today, those, those kind of things, and different mm-hmm. people as mm-hmm. we were listening. And trying to grow and, and get some education, mm-hmm. talking to different people, and, and even just had older couples we talked to. It's like, how did you guys do that? You know, what do you do here? You know, those are the kind of things, the conversations you have with folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. I think that was the last thing I had. Um, unless you got something else. Anything? I don't have anything. I'm just, I'm just thanking God that he's going to even lead us and direct us to Mm-hmm. Helping with our grandchild, you know, for this for mm-hmm. this season that we're in. Oh yeah, now that one. As we're walking through it, we might share some stuff. It's like, okay, here's what we're learning. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that's a whole different game now. Mm-hmm. You know, but cool. All right, well, I don't have anything else. So, if you don't have anything, hey, else, this is a wrap. I see you beat me too. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna still say it, but it's a wrap. <laughs> no, you said it better than I did. So um, this has been Michael and Sherry with the Happily Married in Love podcast. Oh, and before yeah, we go, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you pick up your podcast. Hit subscribe button, then that way you're notified whenever we upload a new podcast. And also, we we post questions sometimes, and also we look for feedback. So on those platforms, if you have the areas to make comments, make them, mm-hmm. you know, or even send us an email to happily married in love. And then the N is the letter N. Mm-hmm. So happily married in love at gmail.com. So we look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, peace. peace.